0: welcome everyone to yet another episode of the bobo and flex show my name is bobo and i am your resident optimistic nihilist reminding you every day of your mortality and the urgency to get your titty sucked before (laughs) the apocalypse swallows us whole and i'm with the beautiful flex
1: uh i'm only here to encourage you to critically think and to facilitate your own nut and to stop being a dumb bitch full-time
0: love it in summary we're here to facilitate our own nuts we're here to get our titty sucked and we're here to seek out pleasure and growth with our chests this is part two of our first dates episode where we'll be continuing the conversation on how to navigate first dates effectively, what to talk about and most importantly, how to flirt without being an awkward turtle. And finally, we have a new Twitter page, so if you're in the Twitter sphere, go ahead and follow us at bobo and flex. We're officially on every single social media platform, so follow us at bobo and flex and use the hashtag Bobo and Flex to continue the conversation from this episode let's get into it now from the beginning from the beginning
1: we're on the date I'm at a beautiful daytime situation Bobo is at a bougie restaurant we've had our chats back and forth and now I want to know how to flirt
0: Ooh, let's get into it we all um, know that i don't
1: look i personally flirt with everybody but people <laughs> that i'm i'm trying to fuck like that's just my thing what I'll, do you mean i'll flirt with my, oh my uber God. i'll flirt with my bank teller i'll flirt with your dad your mom your grandpa i'll flirt with your best friend but not the people you're trying I'll to flirt with like. my own mom <laughs> but i'm like constantly gassing up my mom i'm like yes get it <laughs> But if no, I No, you have to. You have you to. You have to. I find it super easy to I'm flirty in general, but it's yeah. it's a subconscious way of just engaging with people and trying to connect. My concern with these, you know, relationships, situationships, whatever, that when they're fl- flourishing, I don't want to perform intimacy or romance so i definitely like pull back from the flirting because i want to i don't want to cloud my judgment or their judgment you know like i don't want you to feel like you like me a lot because i'm funnier or flirtier i just want you to, to get the vibe of like a pretty basic flat lil and then from there you know, you can choose whether or not you're interested. Because it's so easy. I can flirt all day. I can be, you know, funny and, like, charismatic and whatever. But I can't be that person all the time. So I'd rather you be interested in my base, flat version of myself and then add the juices, Mm. you know.
0: But if Hold on. mm Mm-hmm, go on. If you're on a date and you're not flirting, what are you doing? I don't understand. Interrogating. (laughs) So you're interrogating. (laughs) I mean so. Look, am I'm I. interrogating,
1: I'm interviewing, and I'm roasting. Like there's a playful <gasps> energy.
0: Oh my god, but are you one of those people me, who roasts? Oh my god, my boyfriend is Absolutely.
1: Boyfriend. Absolutely.
0: I need to know that you're with it. Wait, when you say roast, are you talking about like playful banter? Or, or are you just like you you're a yeah, yeah, yeah. bitch? <laughs> okay. <laughs> no playful banter. Like I, I I
1: definitely found that when I was like early early 20s i would be in situations where i'd be dating someone and they'd say something dumb and i wouldn't call them out because i'd be like nah i'm trying to be cute i'm trying to be agreeable i'm trying to be attractive now like there's playful roasting like if you contradict yourself i'm calling it out like there's i'm not scared of not being somebody's person but that is also i want to make sure that i'm enjoying myself i think generally like flirting i don't flirt to get an if i'm if I'm, if I'm on a husband audition, right? I'm not flirting for a sexual outcome. I'm flirting to encourage conversation.
0: Oh, interest. Okay, so that's not why I flirt. That's really you know, fascinating. Like, I'm not
1: flirting to kiss when we're done. Yeah. I'm not flirting to, like, like none of that. Like, I can go on, like, four dates with someone and not kiss them because I'm trying to get to know them. That's the shit I'm on. Or I could go on one date and then fuck you and then be like, oh, I'm over it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I feel that. Um that's really interesting so you flirt for conversation i yeah so similarly to you i flirt with everyone uh flirt with the uber driver just anyone in my way i'm flirting with you it is what it (laughs) is it's this is gemini culture um but i also do it like recreationally but on a date i'm also flirting because i think i think we shouldn't conflate flirting with lying or delusion (laughs) Flirting is not telling someone who's short that they're tall. I think what you're doing when you flirt is you're telling someone about the ways that they're desirable to you, and that doesn't necessarily have to result in sex or like another day okay so, that's you know cute. what I mean It's just purely as like, yeah, just purely as like I'm making you feel more confident or I'm making you feel more comfortable in the situation. Um, I'm also one for banter. But- okay, but what if you're
1: not a playful bitch? Though? Yeah, then don't because, do like, it. Because, like, let's say, like, he we're playful, we're flirty, we're, like, entertainers, like, we're here just, like, chatting, like, it's easy. Yeah. What if you're generally, like, quite a quiet, reserved, shy, introverted, quite vulnerable, insecure bitch? How are you meant to show somebody you're interested? Because for me, I don't flirt on dates, but I will tell you at the end of the date that I like you. I'll just say it. Yeah. You, you know will. what I mean? I won't. So for the average bitch won't. who's kind yeah. of, like... Oh yeah, I'm like, end of the day, this is really great, I really like you, like, love this, let's do it again, bye, give me a hug, don't kiss me, Yeah, <laughs> you my husband, let's wait.
0: <laughs> I know, I know, I'm um, not kissing anyone until the 50th date, until we're three years in, oh. we're not kissing. And
1: it depends, like, like, like I said before, is this, yeah, if this, is, <laughs> is this a hookup or is this like, are we trying to like, really like, do something with this? Because I had to remind myself that, like, although I'm fun and jovial, I'm quite serious about my goals and my achievements and my depictions of success. Like, if I'm trying to get Mm. something, it's business. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So let me not, like, confuse you and, like, start kissing, kissing. Like, we're here to work. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I can imagine, like, if you... (laughs) I'm trying to think, like, if I was just, like... if i'm I'm, I'm feel really shy like this date has like increased my heart rate like i'm freaking out how do i flirt i think the easiest thing to do is like bobo said is to like is to acknowledge what you're feeling and and transfer it and so if you say like oh if i if you if you acknowledge your awkwardness say like i'm just awkward because i'm really enjoying myself that can be flirting you know or like i'm just like a little bit shy around people i find attractive like just you know say it in a less direct way because i don't know how to be less direct but i know you can do it we're not all comedians but you can be fun
0: yeah you know what i mean i mean i'm generally not someone who's like nervous for dates because for me it's like it's it's fun times it's just i think it's good to remember that even if your date turns out to be the absolute worst time of your life you won't be homeless you won't get deported you won't die <gasps> The worst thing that can happen on a bad date and with like safety aside, because I know men are out here being psychopaths. The worst thing that can happen on a, on a bad date with a guy who's not a psychopath is just that it's a bad date and there will be more like you're going to be on this planet for who knows how long, (laughs) like you, you're going to find another date. I don't know. I think the way I approach dating is that like, Kind of like what you said, it's a numbers game, but that like there are just there are literally eight billion people on this planet. And then on top of that, there are 50 billion unfound life forms in the galaxy that I'm sure we'll discover. So you will absolutely be fine. Like even if you're compatible with only one percent of the population, that's still more than 10 million people. Like you will absolutely be fine if your date goes wrong because you'll find another one. Like there was, there's just always going to be people who are into you and people that you are into. So it's not that deep. Like it's just take the pressure off of it. Like it's not life or death. It's really inconsequential. Honestly, like you won't die because there's always more, but I think, yeah, if you're a really awkward person, if you're really awkward, if you're really shy, I'm generally not that on first dates, but there was a time where I was seeing this guy who's a lot older like literally in his 40s and obviously like because of that there's uh, there's an imbalance of power like he's a lot more accomplished in his career he's like a multimillionaire. this and this and that and for that reason I had status anxiety in his presence and I found that the way that I navigated that was just by like being open and clear about it just being like I'm honestly so nervous around you and it's wild because I'm actually not often very nervous around other people
1: oh my gosh you're such a sub <laughs> honestly i just feel like She's it's such a sub oh my
0: to god tell the, the dumb in
1: me is like oh my goodness she really trying to
0: get it <laughs> i actually am like i re- like sexually sub as fuck you know what i mean I absolutely so i was just I was just, like, honestly shaking in my boots. And so I just told him, I was just like, I actually can't believe how nervous I am right now. Like, I'm internally screaming right now. And he was like, oh, my God, I couldn't even tell. And then we just talked about that for a hot second. And that just eased, (laughs) you know, it just eased the awkwardness. And then we could get on with it. Fast forward to today, we're cool, we're chill. It didn't end up being... You know, we didn't end up dating or anything, but we're chill now. Like, it, it ended up just fine. Like, it's okay to be awkward. It's okay to be shy. It's okay to be an introvert. It's okay to not be a comedian. Like, not everyday comedy. <laughs> your most charismatic <laughs> yeah, self, I agree, you is you with your chest.
1: Yeah. But also, you know, I feel... As though if you're in a position where you're interacting with people on a daily basis, you have enough, you know, experience under your belt to go on an average date and just get through it. Yeah, like an hour of small talk will not kill you. It it's really it's going to be okay. And I, th- I also believe that statistically the odds that you're going to go on a date that it's going to be completely terrible or completely amazing are quite low. And the majority will be, just be average. Yeah. And that's fine. Average is not scary. Average is not amazing. It just is realistic. So remind yourself that, you know, the pr- there's no pressure because the outcome will honestly be mediocre. And it, yes. contrary to a lot of success stories not every first date is going to be the love of your life yeah you might go on a first date and it might not simmer till six weeks in or you know six years in or you might you know circle back to this person after you date five other people it just is experience under your belt because <clears throat> as I this- as I've said before, I find that a lot of us have really stringent views on romance because we've been socialized to have opinions on it from such a young age. Mm. You know, you you'd listen to four-year-olds talk about how they want to get married and what kind of boyfriend they want to have. And so obviously by the time you get to the period of actioning your romantic interest, it gets difficult. You're, you're floundering. You've got no experience. Yeah. So just know that with every date, it's, it's more understanding of what it is to actually date someone you know it's people who date often understand that you shouldn't be tied to the outcome of the date because it's just meeting a person it honestly it's is you knew new one two date people who are kind of like oh my god i'm nervous what do i wear what do i wear should i shave should i what like it's not that deep like let's get out of this ritualized dating thing of like I'm freaking out. I've got to shave everything. I've got to put on my
0: best perfume. Oh my god, I honestly, my body can't, I can't eat for
1: six days. I've just had, you know, like a laxative, so I'm flushed down in case he wants to do anal. Because I'm chill, like, nah, relax. <laughs> you're just
0: talking. But also you're remember that, especially if you're a girl and you're going on a date with a guy, the guy is just absolutely elated that someone finally said yes to going on a date with him. <laughs> Honestly, like, he's just grateful that you're even there sitting in front of him. So you honestly have no reason to be... What are you nervous about? Like, this guy is so grateful that a celestial being like yourself has given him the time of day. You know how many times guys get rejected on a daily basis? Oh,
1: all the time. Like, all
0: they hear are no's, And finally, you've come along and you've allowed him... Like, you know, it really puts things into perspective. Like, you allowed him the honor of existing in your presence you've allowed him the grace of breathing the same oxygen as you and you're nervous for what fam for what what do you mean
1: i'm dead i'm like bobo i don't think everybody is special
0: so oh my god guys nervous. you're all special
1: <laughs> <laughs> i don't Flex think everybody's terrorists. bringing something amazing to the table i, I think,
0: think everyone also, is you know
1: No, I think worry less. It's okay. If you are insecure about going on a date, then you aren't prepared. So prepare yourself. Let's work on that self-esteem. Let's work (laughs) on that emotional intelligence. Let's work on that confidence. Because clearly you are are very aware that the person you're going to date is going to see something in you that you're trying to mask. So fix it.
0: No, don't mask it. Lean into it. That's like what that's I'm, the, no,
1: that's what I'm saying though. If, you know, if I'm, if I'm on a date ride, cause we got yeah. a lot of questions about people being, so we got one question about fat phobia. I think somebody messaged me and they were saying like, how do you navigate dating knowing that like, you know, some people are fat phobic and whatever if that's a concern then do not hide your fatness online or however yes, yeah don't rock up to this date wearing your spanx you know or don't yeah. do your heaviest contour don't have all your online photos be from the shoulders up and then wonder that this person might think you're skinnier than you are be your fat self with your fat chest <laughs> and then whoever sees that <laughs> in see it with well, your fat well, no. chest.
0: Yeah, with your fat chest. I I agree. Do you know what I mean? That's what I mean.
1: Like the insecurity comes because you know you're masking something that you haven't been completely clear about. Yeah. If you know you're insecure, why have you been parading as you know a confident fucking motivational speaker for the last six weeks and wondering how you're going to do the same thing in real life? Yeah. Or you spent the last two days getting all your friends to you know do a conference to help you respond to this guy, and now you're scared that when you go meet him for a date, you're not as charismatic. You did this. Yeah.
0: No, fully. I still believe that everyone is special. <laughs> 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 and there's everyone for someone. There's someone for everyone.
1: Sure, and that's so... not special. It just means you exist.
0: Oh my god, Flex. Why are you hurting everyone? Babe, you
1: can't with this rhetoric. You can't. <laughs> you... Because, you know, if, if everybody thinks they're special and then they, they start not getting treated as special people, they're coming for you. Don't <laughs> ha- I didn't tell you you were special. I told you you were human, you were flawed, and that you're completely average like the rest of us. I was. I'm on the floor. Foma <laughs> <laughs> said you're all special. She's lying to you. Don't you let guys her do are that. all
0: special. <laughs> you're all children <laughs> of God. I've to turn into an African auntie you're all god's children you're all you're
1: all exactly fine you know okay (laughs) okay we've got a lot to get through yes um so we've talked about how to flirt effectively we talked about not attaching to outcomes yeah and we've talked briefly about the spark how do you know that a first date is worth having a second third fourth date if, you, if like, you how do you, enjoyed how do you know it. how do you know how to who to invest your time into?
0: Honestly, if you enjoyed it, like, did you have a good time? Should be the big overall, enjoyment. Yeah, that should be the <laughs> overall metric. Like, more than that, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be political because someone's politics are going to change. But honestly, I feel like yeah. the secret to longevity in any relationship, new or long, is humor. Is just like fun. Like just. Did you honestly just enjoy sitting with this person for an hour? Because honestly, the vast majority of a relationship is just sitting with a bitch for an hour. It's just doing the most banal task. It's like going to go grocery shopping together. It's taking out the bin. It's like taking walks in the park. Most of a relationship is not going to be fireworks and passion and going on extravagant dates it's gonna be just banal moments with the person you love and those banal moments should be enjoyable and that's that's what you can gauge from a first date did you laugh did you have a good time was he good conversation was the conversation easygoing did the activity that you do was it stimulated did you lose track of time you know what i mean i think we also need to let go of like the chemistry agenda like the and we talked about this already but the thing about spark
1: i mean unless you have a clear definition of what chemistry and spark is for you then of course hold on to it you know like you know you're really into someone when you're fully wet and you won't stop giggling then let that be your benchmark yeah but for everybody else who's chasing this you know innocuous feeling of like is it passion yeah, and, and fire let go yeah
0: Let's i think go. there's a lot to be said for just like a, a stable, somewhat boring love, you know what I mean, like okay,
1: calm down, not like
0: boring she as in like you're like <laughs> you're all you're both ninety five years old, but I think like the 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 healthiest relationships honestly start off like just like stable, like sort of like not high highs and low lows. I think like the pursuit, yeah, consistency, I think the pursuit of like this like big passionate spark is people chasing the undulations of passion as opposed to love like passion has a lot of spark and passion has a lot of ups and downs but love not so much love is a or like a healthy loving relationship is really a lot why are more we talking stangled. about love on a
1: first date
0: because we you're started. because that's what you're looking like that's what we're going towards you know, we're not on a first date just for like a platonic relationship. Ultimately, well, need I want to be
1: friends first. You need to be building a friendship before you even yeah. consider love.
0: Yeah, but you love your friends as well. So it's like, while you don't love see, your friend. I grew friend, to love my friends. Ex- that's, that's the point I'm making. You grew to love your okay. friend. It, it wasn't a spark that you you had on the first time that you met your friend. It wasn't like a passionate oh, see, meeting. Yeah, you met your friend. You thought, you, were, you thought that bitch was cool. Over time, it developed into a friendship and it developed into love the same goes for romance i don't think people approach romance with that same energy i think people expect a first date to be fireworks and like this huge passionate feeling but i really do think it should feel like the first time you met your best friend or the first time you met like a good friend it wasn't
1: oh i love that analogy yeah you know what
0: i mean yeah. yeah And there's like a sort of like she's onto something. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like there's like a stability. A stability to that. Like like it's somewhat boring in relation to how we conceive or conceptualise love, usually. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's something to be said about stable, somewhat boring love. It's lit. I like that a lot. Yeah. Okay. I've got a question. Yes. For you. Yes.
1: Uh, I'm going to paraphrase because it's one that somebody sent in and I think I paraphrased it when I typed it. Mm. But essentially they said that they've communicated from the first date with this person that they don't want to be giving too much too soon, not rushing, only doing what's genuine and not performing. Amen. Yes. I feel that personally. Um The man that this person's dating communicates that he needs validation a lot. Should she go, Oop! not for me, goodbye, <laughs> Or is it selfish to not be open to their needs too and just validate them despite wanting
0: to give less? So let's talk about compatibility because this is a question of compatibility. I think I've said it once before that I don't believe in compatibility. I think,
1: yeah. What do you mean?
0: I don't think anyone is inherently compatible with anyone. I think there are people that you click with on a basic fundamental level But not that you're compatible with. I think relationships are just a process of negotiating your flaws and your insecurities and your desires and your wants. And in every relationship, you're going to have to negotiate what you want to do versus what the other person wants to do and meet each other halfway. I think we all should have at least five things that we're not willing to negotiate. And that's fine. For me, one of those Mm -hmm. things is I need a partner that's securely attached. I'm not willing to make someone comfortable who's avoidant or someone who's clingy. It's just not for me, honestly. So I am personally, I'm not willing to negotiate that standard with someone else. So to answer this person's question, I think you need to go into your every relationship knowing that you're going to have to negotiate most things, but you should have core five things four to five things that you're not going to negotiate and be clear about them and if one of those things for you is validating someone what's his problem that he's what he's
1: well so this is what i'm trying to understand though because from my understanding i'm i think this was a girl that mentioned mentioned messaged i'm gonna say she Mm -hmm. because hetero But, so she said that from the first date, she doesn't want to be giving too much, too soon, not rushing, only doing things when it's genuine, not performing. I get that. I understand that you don't want to, like, you know, finesse intimacy. But I don't think there's a direct correlation with that and then validating someone. Like, I thought she was more concerned with, like, not having to share too many of her feelings as opposed to saying to someone, oh, my God, you picked a really great restaurant. Or, like, no, you're such a good listener. I don't see why that should be so difficult.
0: Oh, as in, so she... So
1: she's like, I don't want to do too much. I don't want to perform any fake feelings. And he's like, I need validation. Yeah,
0: like, I need more of the performance.
1: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, What the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
0: $45 upfront for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Promitivity, basically.
1: But yeah, potentially. But I, I can. I don't see how you i don't see why it'd be hard to validate someone with and not perform yeah like there would be genuine ways in which you appreciate this man that don't involve you having to like pretend that you know it's it's you know niagara falls every time he walks past you
0: yeah you know i
1: might be like i feel like there is an easy not compromise but an easy collaboration there where you can acknowledge that like yeah you don't have to do it in the traditional way of like oh my goodness like you're my knight in shining armor but you can say i love the way you think i love the way you know you're so like perceptive to hearing my thoughts yeah these are all ways you can validate someone without having to like get on your knees yeah is this the same way like you
0: can flirt with people without lying to them um (laughs) yeah but again it goes back to like is that what he wants though I think like does he want the over the top like you are my knight in shot in because that's how I interpreted this problem, is that he right. wants her to be like you are my knight in shining armor, and she's like oh but that's just doing too much like I don't want to be doing all of that,
1: right? So where
0: do we if he wants performativity she wants realism where can they meet each other halfway? Is I feel like okay, the if, crux if of this problem.
1: If that's the example, like if we, if we think that he wants extreme validation, yeah. I would say that in this instance, like, if you can't do it, then don't do it, believe. Yeah. Like, if it's date one, date two, date three, and you're, you're already talking about how you can compromise to make this man more comfortable, yeah. then is it really... Like, are you that compatible? But all... I feel like... I was Googling it the other day. I came across this chart um, called the chemistry... Com- wait, the chemistry compatibility matrix Mm. and essentially it talks about you know low chemistry versus low compatibility high chemistry versus high compatibility and how that gets in the way of whether we think that we're meant to be with someone Mm. so for interesting for for instance sorry this could be like high chemistry low compatibility like you might feel like oh you know it's easy to be around this guy but when it comes when push comes to shove you're just not that compatible because he needs to be validated in ways that you can't do for him yeah you know yeah whereas you know The alternative could be, you know, low chemistry and high compatibility where, you know, it's pretty much boring companionship because, like, you get how to fulfill each other, but it's just not that exciting and fresh because it's so practical. Like, you know he likes to do this this way, so you do it, end of story. Yeah. You know, versus high chemistry, high compatibility when it's, like, the sweet spot. You're both intimate. You're both balanced. It's practical. Yeah. You're on the same page. So I think in this instance, as Boa said, even though she doesn't believe in compatibility, you might just not be that compatible, but have good enough chemistry that you're considering it. Yeah. So figure out what's going to drive that relationship, going to drive that relationship for you. Like, can you play the part, or is it going to be annoying?
0: Honestly, but I for me, it sounds like, like a no. Talk to him. Yeah. Well,
1: but I, I think if we both interpreted this question differently, then he might not be articulating or she might have misinterpreted. True. It. If he's just saying like, call me beautiful once every now and then or compliment my outfit when you see me. I don't think that's a big ask. Yeah. I love to compliment the mandem. You're
0: is she a light, Virgo? You know? I don't do... <laughs> this sounds like a Virgo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look, so it's like, if it's something light, like, he's just like, I want you to acknowledge that like, you like me or you appreciate me. Maybe his love language is words of affirmation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah it's understand that like i don't i think this is a good time to go into love languages if you haven't i feel like we've talked about it before but maybe maybe we haven't mm. but essentially if you have not heard of the five love languages pause the podcast type it into your googles and do the quiz now yeah. essentially we Let's are all literate in different quickly. ways yeah
0: yeah, so the five, like five love languages
1: are quality time. Mm-hmm. Okay, first of all, let's start from scratch. Love languages is basically that we all have a different type of literacy when it comes to expressing love, intimacy, and affection. Right. And in order to express affection the way that your partner needs, you need to understand how they interpret love and affection so the five love languages are words of affirmation this means compliments this yes. means acknowledgement of help acknowledgement of like feelings all that so if i liked words of affirmation you would need to tell me you're really intelligent you're really beautiful mm-hmm. i love when you do this you make me feel happy when you do this constant verbal affirmation the next love language is acts of service which means which is my favorite which is where you do something for someone. You might pick them up from the airport, bring them a cup of coffee, you know, put their shoes near the door in the morning. You might buy more milk because it's finished. These are all little ways where you can remind remind your partner that when you're not with them, you are still helping to improve their quality of life. The next love language is physical touch, which is a quite an easy one. People assume that's their love language because it's the one that you can easily express in a romantic relationship. It just means that you feel love when somebody is holding you caressing you hugging you touching you mm. all that good stuff the next one is receiving gifts which is another easy one that people get misconstrued some people just like sentimental tokens of affection a book like bobo a book a letter you know a, a ring a necklace a plant all these physical tokens of investments into your relationship yes. and then the last one is quality time which means spending time together one-on-one with intention. Not just happening to be in the same room, but choosing to be in an area with the other person. So in this instance, it sounds like his love language could be um, words of affirmation, and she may not know how to express love in that way. Mm. Maybe her love language is acts of service. So she's like, I do all this shit for you, is that not enough? And he's like, no, but I just need you to tell me that you care about me. Yeah. So...
0: Learn your love
1: languages, it'll save you a lifetime of conflict. Them.
0: You know what else? Um, love languages, what? also, apology, love, apology languages. Oh, yes, apology, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, my god, yeah. it's so important to recognize, like, in what ways do you want to be apologized to, and in what ways do you apologize, yeah, and then like communicating that with your partner. There's basically five. There's regret, expressing regret Yeah Accepting Mm -hmm. responsibility Which is when you just say,
1: I apologize
0: Yeah There's accepting Mm -hmm. responsibility There's making restitution There's requesting forgiveness And then there's genuinely Mm -hmm. repenting I feel like this is something That should be discussed before people start dating Because What's yours? I would say for me, it's like Genuinely repenting and accepting responsibility <laughs> I need you to tell me in what ways you're going to correct the wrongs that you did and then I need you to accept that you wronged me I don't want to hear I'm sorry I don't want to hear I regret what I did so I don't care I want to know that you're not going to do it again I want to know what the steps you're going to take are to not do it again and I want to know that you are responsible and accountable for the, for the fuck shit that you did what are yours
1: i'm an express regret
0: because honestly like
1: i'm not taking else that aren't mine if you misinterpreted <laughs> something i said and gotten your feelings that's yours to deal with
0: I'm screaming. i want to know
1: like, i don't apologize unless i know i did something wrong yeah i'm the same and so if it's just like a misinterpretation or like a, i was having a bad day and you didn't xyz then like we can have a chat but like i'm not gonna genuinely repent like are you guys no <laughs> i'm not gonna make restitution what can i do to make this right if you feel some type of way that's a you problem yeah that doesn't feel like an us problem this feels like i might have triggered you in some way which i'll take responsibility for that but the rest no, no no that's not for me it's also important to acknowledge that when we go back to love languages there can be a way you give love and a way you are comfortable receiving love. Yeah. So me, I'm an access... I like to receive love and acts of service. If you want to care for me, do things for me. Take out my trash, order my stuff from ASOS. Like, these are all things that are really important. Yeah. But I give love in words of affirmation. So I'm going to tell you how you're important to me. I'm going to thank you when you do nice things for me. That's how I do it. So it's important to acknowledge that the two aren't always mutually exclusive. And similarly, like... When I apologize, I accept responsibility, but when I get an apology when I get an apology from someone, I want them to make restitution. I want them to say to me, "What can I do to make it right?" Yeah. Then I will tell you.
0: Yes, I meant restitution, not repent. I need I also I need when I receive an apology, I need restitution and accepting responsibility. And when I give, I mm-hmm. think I'm the same. But when it comes to love, when I receive love, I need words of affirmation. I need quality time and gifts. But when I give love, I'm very much words of affirmation and quality time. But not always gifts. She said I'm not spending my
1: money on you.
0: <laughs> you know what? I find said, that people nope. are really awkward about it. Gifts are just weird for a lot of people. Like accepting gifts is just... Yeah. It's a tricky one. I don't know. hmm I have one friend that I buy gifts for, and everyone else, I'm like, I feel really awkward about it. It's weird. Mm. Yeah, I'm not I, a good gift like giver. I okay. I have a scenario. I'd much rather somebody
1: tell me. Yeah,
0: yeah. What's the Um, similar to the one about, uh, similar to the question that our listener sent in. So I had this friend, and she was seeing this guy. They weren't in a relationship, but they were like in. They were in a flirtationship. Which, for me, by the way, the mm-hmm. definition of flirtationship is that courting phase where you're just, like, you're flirting with each other, it's cute, and you're leading up to something. So, anyway, they were in this... Oh! Is that what it is? Yeah. I find, that, like,
1: I have flirtationships with guys who are just in my DMs who I would never meet, never date, but it's, like, that just validation. i will just be, be in your DMs. Yeah, or so even that. Like, yeah. blah, blah. Okay, cute.
0: Yeah, it's just, like, it's, it's funsies, it's low pressure, it's, you know? Yeah. We're, we're courting each other.
1: And so... We're not courting each other. He's courting me. I'm not
0: <laughs> <laughs> Screaming. So in this situation, they're, they're both courting each other. So my friend right. tells this guy, listen, I notice that every time you come over, you don't bring me anything. You don't even bring me a pack of chips. You don't bring me... You don't bring any wine. And I just want to let you know that one of my love languages gifts and I really feel loved... Mm when someone buys me something i really love plants so i would appreciate if you could just buy me a cactus like just buy me a pot plant you know what i mean just a little something doesn't need to be expensive but i just really appreciate small gestures and i really appreciate when people come over to bring something so she tells this guy this man's doesn't do, he he acknowledges, he's like, okay, cool, that makes sense, great. He's like, all right, bet, bet, bet. bet. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm a changed man. Next time he comes over, bloop, nothing. Comes over the next time, nothing. Comes over mm-hmm. again, absolutely nothing. So she brings this up with him mm-hmm. again, and she's like, listen, we've had this conversation, and I just don't feel loved by you because I don't feel like you're investing in our relationship. You. Like I told you, I'd appreciate just a pot plant. Like just, you know, and he doesn't do it. He fails to do it. In that case, is that just, I mean, I told her to leave it. Like she just has to leave and go. But what do you think? Because to me, I think it's completely normal to be in a relationship or to meet someone that you love, that you have different love languages. But if someone's not willing to meet you halfway that's a no for me. But how do you feel about that?
1: I agree. I mean, I can imagine somebody listening be like, "Oh my god, it's like not a big deal. It's just X, Y, and Z. It's just a pop plant." But in this mm-hmm. instance, if he can't agree to meet her halfway for such a small, small item, yeah, what about the big sacrifices that might have to be that might have to be made later on? Honestly, for me. I am a very, like, if I'm going to confront somebody about their behavior, it's not going to be like a hee hee FYI. Yeah. It's a make or break. It's a, hey, XYZ, I need to understand (laughs) why this isn't working out. (laughs) Yeah. Let me know. So, I can manage my expectations. And then, if I can't deal with it personally, then I gotta go. Yeah. Because what's happening here is sure, we can say, stay, be chill, whatever. He might love you in different ways. But if the core fundamental way in which she wants to be loved is not that box isn't being ticked, then what can she do? She has to go. Yeah. So, know what you're like. Yeah, in this instance, I'd say, like, I don't know what the, it could be uh, like, a, a, a flirtation chip you said it was. Yeah? yeah. In this instance, like, enjoy yourself understand that the reason why it hasn't progressed into a relationship of like you know mutual exclusivity is because he's not going to meet you halfway yeah. so just accept what he's giving you enjoy it and when the well runs dry and it becomes more effort than it's worth then you bounce yep,
0: absolutely i agree with that fully. it's just not
1: fair though because i feel like the hardest thing to do in any relationship is to communicate your needs and wants without feeling as though you're burdening someone i know yeah. i have a problem with that i I'm like a self-sufficient, like, I don't need anything for anyone for anything. Like, I'm chill, 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 whatever. I'll do it on my side, blah, blah. So if I go out of my way to communicate ways in which I need you or want you and you can't respect that.
0: It's it's no. a no. It's definitely a no. no. Yeah, I agree with that also. And I,
1: in on the guy's part, though, I could understand if he was saying, you know what, that's so hard for me and it's not natural. So it's going to take me a second to remember. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. But if you've come over 3 4 times since and there's still been no gift, what then are How you hard doing? are You really trying. Honestly.
0: Honestly, because you see the way down, like that they're doing their now. best and it's like what do you mean you're doing your best? Their best. <laughs> Is this your best? Could you imagine
1: this this measly this? <laughs> And honestly, how many situations have you been in when you've been so uninterested in a guy and he's like breaking his back to like to get your attention? Yeah. I've seen the way these guys I'm not interested in more like hey, like, I heard you like this, I saw you did an article, you mentioned this, so-and-so-and-so, just, like, honestly, like, <laughs> running behind you from scratch. Honestly. Someone you give no attention to. But some man that you've invested your time into won't buy you a cactus.
0: <laughs> a fucking 2 a, a cactus. cactus. Oh, a cactus. It's fan. sad. It's it's, abs- and you know what? I also don't think it's anyone's place to tell someone else that their request is too much. Like, Mm -mm. I don't like when I tell someone, this happened in my last relationship, I would tell him over and over again that I feel like we don't talk enough. And my love language is communication, quality time. And we were in a long distance relationship, mind you. So all we had... Your favorites (laughs) Just... So all we had was communication. And so I'm telling him, listen, I really don't feel loved by you because I speak to you like once every two weeks. And that for me is not sufficient. And he would be like, yeah, but you know, I, you already know that I love you. Like, why do I need to prove to you that I love you? Like, you're making a big deal out of nothing. And I just feel like it's not someone else's place to tell me that how I feel is a big deal just say that you don't have the range to live up to my expectations to live up to my standards you don't have the range to deliver instead of saying that my standards are too high we need to just like let's be clear and that's on that and that is that on that wow
1: i feel that's really fair yeah i feel like it's really really fair Do not fall into the trap of not communicating your wants and needs. We need to get out of this space of just like alluding to or like I gave them the impression that Mm -hmm. or I implied that it's just it hasn't served us well thus far. And so we have to graduate to direct communication. I like when I feel special when it makes me happy when or or, alternatively, it hurts my feelings when I feel bad when I would really appreciate it if you stopped blah, blah, blah.
0: Mm yeah no
1: managing expectations Managing so this this did i feel like we went on a tangent we but did. this effectively all goes into first dates because these are conversations that should be happening earlier i'm not about i personally receive a lot of dms a lot of dms from people who are like i've been dating this guy for five months and now there's this thing that i didn't bring up five months ago and now it's not take it out no. and go <laughs> Take your L, swaddle it, cradle it, you know, feed it some breast milk because that's your baby. You're now a mother (laughs) to an L. You have to, have to, have to, have to (laughs) in in the initial stages. Because what's worse is that when you're on the receiving end of somebody being deceptive. Let's say I went on a, a date with a guy who didn't tell me for five months that he hated it when I called him uh Danny instead of Daniel yeah and he just resented me for it could you imagine no it's this it's a tiny game. tiny thing like a name just tell me you're playing it. everybody <laughs> wants to know and if you're on a date people are there for mutual pleasure I want to feel good you want to feel good I want to make you feel good you want to make me feel good so facilitate that exchange absolutely there we well, I have think it I think we did it that's I think we first did first
0: date First dates don't. The let moral
1: of the story is: first dates are serious, but they're playful. Enjoy yourself, but know that that first date will inform every other interaction you have with that person, whether or not you think it will. It will
0: absolutely. And like, don't let any any of these crusty men with poo <laughs> in between their bum cheeks have you thinking Shut that your up. standards are too high, too high. <laughs> i have a friend who would date this who was dating this guy for like a year and he consistently had skid marks on his underwear on his boxes he would literally put his fingers inside his bums like before they had sex and smell it and then be like okay i think it's good i think we're good to he consistently had poo in between his bum cheeks. And he was out here making her feel Like she's not enough (laughs) Like she's too black She's oh my god These men You will end up in You know what
1: But also I told you I don't think we're all special And so my favorite (laughs) question to ask My fellow women (laughs) What are you bringing to the table Because I've seen lists The length <laughs> of constitutions, I need to know what gives you the right to expect more than you are bringing to the table.
0: Facts, okay. I I can agree. Do you know with what I that. mean?
1: So that's why I feel it's. How do I explain this? You know how I was saying before that I'm not a big fan of like coming dressed up to the nines, face snatched, waist snatched, whatever. Yeah. If you can't upkeep that, it's not even that I'm talking about. It's more so like. Stop embellishing your outside to make your inside look that it's got more value than it does. My mum used to say this shit all the time. She's like, stop focusing on how to snatch that waste and focus on how to be emotionally intelligent, how to resolve conflict, how to communicate your needs because that will dictate how well
0: your relationship relationship relationships go. go yeah not
1: what your contour was looking at to a guy who doesn't even know what contour is
0: exactly you know
1: like you will go full face one day you know no makeup the other day and he'll be like oh you make you look a little bit tired he,
0: he, doesn't, know. Doesn't, he doesn't
1: know doesn't care how well your blush is blended so focus on the stuff that matters on the inside
0: yes actually someone sent us a question asking. She said that she's really insecure about her appearance and she's scared that her man will leave her for someone prettier. Like, she's always... Let him go! Let him go if he's making you feel that way. But if he's not making yeah, you feel if that way... Yeah, that's really... And, yeah, and you're projecting, then you need to understand that, like, first of all, we really, over, we really overemphasize and overestimate men's intelligence. The fact that you think a man even knows... That you have makeup on is incredible ah! i don't think is that a- <laughs> i don't think my boyfriend Men even always they're like my, they're
1: like my no makeup face like, and then they Me? date kim kardashian no
0: <laughs> <laughs> nah i like my bitches natural i like them no ma- and then they date kylie Jenner. no silicon
1: no makeup
0: <laughs> like get the fuck out honestly yeah like- embellish
1: yourself as much as make uh, embellish yourself as much as it makes you feel comfortable but also know that like if you are dating cishet men like it's don't worry they're not noticing how you know you put individual lashes in and you use like Honestly. you know brow gel <laughs> and then a pomade and then you gel down your edges and then you're wearing spanks and then like that
0: nah they are not noticing at all in my experience, in my skid relationship mark, that's Curry, crazy. Sk- a whole skid mark, and he wants to tell her that her standards are too high. Bitch, I will, be- I oh, will so beat I will beat you. Honestly, this is what you guys are settling for. I just can't. I don't know. In my relationship, like my man still eats this pussy, whether I look like Aunt Jemima or not. Nah. Like <laughs> he eats whatever the fuck comes out these panties shaved bald eagle or nah you will oh my God, devour we need to talk this about grooming when do we talk about hey, that in the next episode Wait, because we've been here for casual t- okay yeah an hour and <laughs> yeah, 40 we, minutes okay we need to go <laughs> Wow, this has been our longest episode. We had a lot to say, obviously. Oh, sorry. Maybe we have to part one we'll and part two. We'll talk about in the next one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll divide it up into a yeah. part two. Because
1: this is, this is cause a lot. Just because people aren't commuting for an hour and 40 minutes. We don't want to do that to you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Okay. All right. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> um, join us in the next episode for our next series of what is the series join the us series
1: for our next episode which is the third installment of our series on dating
0: there we have it <laughs> and final announcement we are officially on every single social media platform we've just joined twitter so if you're in the Twitter sphere, go ahead and follow us at Bobo and Flex. We're also on Instagram at Bobo and Flex. And we're on YouTube and Facebook. We have an amazing Facebook page, which is where all the conversations happen. But to have to continue this conversation in the public sphere, go ahead and use the hashtag Bobo and Flex and let us know what you thought of this episode. And tag us and let us know how your first dates are going. See you in the next episode. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.